What is up and welcome back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Two sheets to the wind here. And it goes a little something like this. Today's episode is brought to you by the Tufa. Are you a pretentious prick too good for washcloths? Do you wash your ass so rigorously it looks like your loofah just gave birth? Well, worry your loofah loving ass no more. From the makers of the original loofah presents the Tufa. It's a loofah with one extra separate outer layer you can use to rewrap your mid-suicide attempting for the love of God, just kill me already. For heaven's sake, this person scrubs my face against their ass every day. I just want to die. There is no God-believing loofah to keep their suffering going twice as long. Critics are calling this product the vaginal reconstructive surgery of modern-day bathhouse shower tools. The Tufa, twice the scrubbing and twice the suffering. All right, shower tools. Let's talk about it. That was that was surreal. <laughs> what, what's the preference here? You bare hand in it? Washcloth? Loofah? How do you get down? So I am a washcloth person. I was a loofah person for a while, but then I found out how unsanitary they were. So I stopped using the loofahs years ago. What do you mean unsanitary? Are we getting skin rashes here? Is it, is it a general concern to no. health or just... I read some studies saying that because loofahs don't dry all the way, that it like there's all this bacteria in them because they don't completely like dry out. And there's just like gunk and things that get stuck in them. So I was I read that and then I checked my source a few times and I was like, okay, we're done with the loofahs. And again, this study was done by BuzzFeed University. BuzzFeed University, yes. Uh, it was done by BuzzFeed University and the best online schools there is to offer. Um, sale, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I stopped using loofahs, but I do have like those little scrubbing mitts, the exfoliators. I have this like silicone one that I got in my little FabFit fun box. I use washcloth and then I, and then I, you know, wash them in the washing machine with soap after. Now the mitts I've never, um, I've never used. I've seen it at your house, but oh, I've the, never used. The mitts are great, but those are more for like exfoliating than like cleaning. I was gonna say, so like I use that. Seems a bit abrasive. It is abrasive. You have to be very careful with them. Um, and then just like as your like basic woman, I just have like 9,000 things that could be in my shower at any time. I've, I've been in your shower. I've seen your shower. You have less than nine items in there. To include so okay speaking of <laughs> what's the preference there is here? around nine nine items what's the preference here bar soap or body wash body wash you'll never see bar soap in my house oh too good for dove are we i am too good for well i can use dove liquid i don't use the bar like it just no what about you let's let's hear about your shower preferences I bet you have a lot of items in your shower <laughs> Easy. And soap is not easy. Soap is not one of them, which is really, <laughs> really bizarre. Like you have all of these things, and then I'm like, "Where's the soap?" So I'm between washcloths and loofahs. I'll, I'll go back and forth. A couple of years I'll do this. A couple of years I'll do that. Currently, I'm using washcloths, and not like the oh yeah uh, high thread count Egyptian cotton. I'm, I'm using like the Dollar General ones, so you can get that scrub in, you know. 
What are you, fighting invisible spiders? I don't know, something came flying off of something. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we call this coming down hard. How was your night last night? It was eventful, obviously. I don't know what that was. It's drugs. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I'm also, I rotate bar soap, between bar soap and body wash. And it depends. Like, this was first brought to my attention maybe over a decade ago. I think it's accredited to Adam Carolla. But he was saying that there's different types of showers. You know, there's like the man day to day. And then there's, hey, I'm about to have sex. I got to clean everything. You know, if it's just a man day to day shower. I'm using bar soap, you know, for everything. The scalp, uh, shampoo, okay. conditioner, you know, not a big deal. Yeah. Now, if it's about to go down, yeah, I might use the Olay Ultra Moisture Plus body wash, you know, on a skincare day. Um, okay. It, it Good to know. Yeah, it really depends. So your effort for in the bedroom stops at the shower. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, but I'm somebody came to play. Uh, uh, also, uh, uh, you know, I I will say I've uh, I know about your skincare routine. I've seen your shower. You're uh, better put together than most men. I think you're above average in your uh, personal grooming and taking care of yourself. You'd be surprised how often I hear above average. Once a year? <laughs> what are we what are we talking about here? Come on. Let's let's be but real. But no, I appreciate that. I mean, and the same thing goes, right? Like if I uh skincare 2023, like if I don't take those measures, we're looking at college pizza face, you know? Oh yeah. I, I can break out Me some, as well. some like social debilitating acne. So I had to learn the hard way. You know, we're exfoliating now. We're moisturizing. Um, vitamin C serums. We got that too. Um, thanks to you. What else? I'm all about the skincare, the fine lines, the wrinkles, the acne scars. Yeah. and All of the stuff. Like, we get one set of skin. And yeah, there's like medical things that you can do. But you got one set of skin, you know. Yeah, drink water, moisturize. Come on. That's it. Oh, you know how I feel about water, too. I just implemented a, the five-gallon purified water that I'm buying at the store for, like, two I've got this huge igloo. I've got the liquid IVs. Yeah, we're on the same page. Yep. Oh, without water, life ceases to exist. I don't know why it's so hard for people to get behind hydrating. You know, then you got the dehydrated poops. You just don't feel as well. What are we talking about? No, no. So I tell me how you were growing up. Me growing up, I don't think I ever drank one glass of water from the ages of birth till like 19. Just juice boxes. I really don't. I think they were like juice boxes, soda. soda, this and that. We went to the same high school. I remember eating for lunch a hot pocket and drinking a. F <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was there. Uh, I remember eating 
a $1 Hot Pocket, the Cheese and Pepperoni, and the $1 Fruitopia. The red one was my favorite. That, like, and then I could go for like 18 hours. But now, if I don't have a glass of water, I'm going to fall over and die. No, I, I don't know what happened when water became so serious, right? Seems like it should have been serious our entire lives, but I didn't really start hydrating like that until I started running marathons. Yeah, that that makes sense. And then your body's like, whoa, come on. You got to put some water in here. Yeah, like until then, I'd say it was pretty, pretty atrocious, my, my daily water intake. But now I've, I've been so conditioned if, if I don't have water, you know me, I've always got some kind of receptacle. Yeah, I'm a huge advocate for yeah. hydrating. Go hydrate people. Me too. Yeah, hydrate, start high. Oh, and then I see, so like, okay, I was like at a 7-Eleven or something. And I see like three kids walk in. And when I say kids, they were like 14, 15, somewhere right in there. Three kids walk in. I'm like, they're getting hot Cheetos. They're getting sodas. They're going to get a Red Bull. They're going to get a bunch of candy, like crazy stuff. Because I'm thinking, this is what I got when I was 14 or 15. And... Now, granted, it's a different time. It's been 20 years and, you know, I'm in a different, I live in a different socioeconomic area than what I grew up in. But these kids walk in, they each get like a bag of chips and then they all had waters. And I'm like, shocking. did they buy, and they bought smart waters and they bought like the really big ones. Like we're not talking about like a 16 ounce. They were like the 25 ounce, you know, smart waters. And I'm like, did these kids just buy water? It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And this was like two months ago. I was like, this is the craziest thing. I just watched kids buy water. That's like, okay, there might be hope for the future. <laughs> yeah, there's so many good hydrating options now, right? Like liquid IVs. Uh, I'm a huge fan of coconut water. Um, amongst the purified different brands like Voss. Um Yeah. You just can't go wrong. Like, if you're not hydrating at this point, it's a choice. Absolutely. The knowledge is out there. Drink your water and moisturize and use sunscreen. You heard it here. <laughs> Thank you, Tufa. And the Tufa people is a real thing invented by yours truly, Sam. The Tufa is real. It's, he, this was not a joke. Oh, it is a joke. But it is a billion-dollar idea, 100%. I believe it. I mean, it's a joke, but it's, you know, not a joke. I thought you'd get a kick out of me actually doing a fake ad for it. I I did get a kick out of it. It was almost as good as the gap. So what's going on? What do you got for us? So, Sam, I know your favorite recording artist is Sam Smith. Oh, here Sam's loves Sam's. Have you seen Sam Smith's? outfit for the brit awards this year oh where he kind of looks like a microwave inflated condom yes yes i have okay so <laughs> i just want to bring this up for the reason of what is happening in the world like how is that a clothing option and like i've read some th people were saying like this is high fashion like is high fashion mean like high fashion, no function? And like, isn't high fashion supposed to be like kind of like that unattainable because it costs so much money and it was sewn with like blind nuns and butterflies that 
you know, the average person can't afford it. But like looking at this, it's quite atrocious. And I'm kind of like, who said this was a good idea? And how much money did he get paid to get into that? Well, my and then understanding, Yeah, my understanding of high fashion is it's not practical, right? At all. Ooh. It's probably a safety hazard in a car. Um, that that's that's a two man gig at least to get on and get off. Um, do you know what the point of that was outside of like initial attention and us talking about it? Uh, no, I don't, and that's what also upsets me. Of which the other segue I wanted to get into is that. Granted, we are doing this podcast, but. People need so much attention. Like, Sam Smith, what's going on, man? Like, you have Grammys. You have a beautiful singing voice. Your number one fan's name is also Sam. Like, what more do you need than you have to wear this and, like, act a fool? It's gone to, like, any attention's good attention. I'm going to take a bit of a defensive stance here. Okay. I know one of your favorite artists, not joking here, is Lady Gaga. Yes. Okay, so... Why are you so hypercritical of this when she's most known for her meat dress? Oh, I'm hypercritical of that as well. It's just that this is recent. That would explain your multiple meat dresses in your yes, closet. Yes, that's why I have meat dresses and that whole meat locker. Come on. I was, and you know, what's funny is, is I actually wasn't that big of a fan of Lady Gaga during that part of her career where she was wearing very high fashion things. I was just like, what's happening here? And then when it became to at least me more about the music and less about like the Lottie Dawes of what's happening, I really began to appreciate her music more and like her as an artist and like took her more serious. And it was kind of a shame because for whatever reasons or maybe my old like holdups or like biases, like I couldn't take her serious. That is unfortunate. And admittedly, I'm not the most well versed with her catalog, her discography, but I am a big fan of her duet albums with tony bennett those yes. are just a gift right like yes. they're super nice Absolutely. not everything's got to be like super high speed i like a relaxing waltz as i like for to describe sure. so for sure um but yeah to touch back on sam smith i don't know what that outfit is about i will say uh he had like the number one ranked spotify single unholy and that song that song is a banger i have listened to his album uh his latest one, I think it's called Gloria, at least twice. And it's a good time. The yeah. first two are very reminiscent, pay homage to his his previous albums. And then the rest are more more modern. But nonetheless, Sam Smith, bringing the pain, holding it down for the Sams. Bring in the pain. And there's some latex cow out there that, or cows that have died for that outfit. And, um, you know, maybe it was some kind of like wear more protection awareness. Like... Look how easy it is for me to walk down the red carpet in this extra large condom. I Wrap have it heard up, that people. the uh, latest generation is anti-condom. So I did if read about that case, as well. If that is the case, good for Sam Smith. Taking on STDs one red carpet at a time. Get it. Do you know the origin stories of Valentine's Day? No, I don't. Okay, so... It hasn't exactly been pinpointed, but there are several stories that are highly acknowledged, and I'm going to share one. 
So from February 13th to the 15th, the Romans celebrated a feast called Lupercalia. The men sacrificed goats and dogs, and then they whipped women with the hides of the animals that they, uh, that they just sacrificed. Mind you, this is like late 500 AD, right? Long time ago. Okay. The Roman romantics were drunk and naked. Um, the women would line up to get whipped because they believed that it would make them more fertile. And then the men would draw the women's names out of a jar and whoever they paired up with, they would sleep together for the, the following duration of, of the festival. Uh, and that's what was going on back then. It sounds like some man made this up to get laid was, from the 13th to the 15th of February every year. And what did the you... The men were just treating this guy like a god. Like, I cannot believe you pulled this off, dude. That's exactly what's happening. Like, someone <laughs> gave him a little bit of credibility with something. And then he's like, hey, guys, guess what? This um, just in from God. This, this exactly. is what we should be doing <laughs> annually. Uh, Sam, what are you trying to tell me our Valentine's Day plans are this year? Is this, is this a segue into <laughs> I have surprise Valentine's Day plans? Because I'm going to let you know right now, none of that's happening. Oh, I'm whipping that ass, baby. <laughs> uh, I we, had a good, we had a good Valentine's Day. We did have a good Valentine's we Day. I didn't know if you were trying to extend a little, it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> celebrated a little early, you know? Yeah. Like the pros do. Exactly. Um, no lines. I do have a funny Valentine's Day story I got off the internet that I like to share. Very oh, short. yes. Let's hear it. Okay. Last Valentine's Day, I went on a blind date. He took me to this fabulous little sushi spot, and things were going great. It comes up in conversation that he is a black belt in Taekwondo. The next thing I know, I've been secured in what he referred to as a cobra chokehold in his attempts to teach me some of his moves. Let's just say I won't be going on a blind date this Valentine's Day. That's from Chloe. She got choked out. She, he must have taken a lesson from the Roman story you just told about beat the women with animal hide. He had just updated that to Taekwondo and choke a woman out. Hey, <laughs> the, the takeaway here is that we're trying, all right? Men are out here trying. Right or wrong. Do you have a, do you personally have a funny Valentine's Day story? Not that's coming to mind. No. Any noteworthy Valentine's other than the one you just had? Nice. Uh, not that's coming to mind, no. Okay. Full of stories this morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I will say I had a Valentine's uh, Day dinner once and this is one of the reasons why i do not go out on valentine's day you know me i hate lines i think i've mentioned this before and loves lines <laughs> i um uh had reservations it was like an italian restaurant we go and we're there 10 minutes early for the reservations we're seeing like 40 minutes after our reservation and mm. yeah 
and I'm already upset because I'm hungry and I had reservations, la-di-da, all those things. And then I am eating my food. My food was cold and we had waited probably almost an hour for the food. And the food was legitimately like it came out of the refrigerator cold, not like it had cooled off. And it was so cold because I had raviolis that the cheese inside was not even melted. So I had to send it back, which I'm not a big fan of, but I sent it back and then they bring it back to me. And then I had a piece of plastic bag about six inches long in my food when it came back. Where'd you go? Taco Bell? Yes, Taco Bell. <laughs> the place is no longer open uh and this was like Shocking. 10 plus years ago um and it was actually like one of those like to go places and i think that's the last time i've ever gone out on valentine's day because like i had had so many of those kind of experiences so i'm a big fan of if we are celebrating valentine's day it's not on the actual day or day before well we definitely did it right yes and uh that's unfortunate you know it's supposed to be a celebration of love, this joyous, romantic, kind of honeymoonish time. And it sounds like that wasn't your experience. No, it was brutal. It was brutal. Okay. So as, what else you got for us? As I was buying your Valentine's Day gift, um, let's see how the people feel about this. I'm a big shopper of Amazon. Politics aside, I love me some good Amazon. So the majority of the time, I buy things off of Amazon, especially if they're gifts, if I can, because I know it's so easy for the person to make a return if something doesn't work out for them. That's a big reason why I buy my gifts from Amazon. You get the little gift receipt. The person never knows if they return it or exchange it. La-di-da. You don't need anything else other than that little slip. That is really convenient. It is. It's very, very convenient. So I keep going back to them. But I have this problem that when I buy things off of Amazon, I put things in my cart as like the days go on and then I'll make like a big purchase. But right before I make the big purchase, I go, wait, what am I forgetting? And I sit around and I wait and I wait to think about what I may be forgetting. And then I go in my little private list and make sure I'm not forgetting something big. And then I hit complete order. And almost... What? Go ahead. And then almost right after I've hit complete order or within a day of that, I'm like, oh, I forgot I needed to get blank. And I just have this like ongoing thing of like, I cannot get my Amazon shopping list right. There's no incentive to make group item purchases, right? Like, I don't know why there's such a hesitation to purchase one item from Amazon. Like there's no penalty in, in waiting to get some accumulated list that I know of. Yeah, there, there isn't. Are you aware I, of some? I just feel bad for like the FedEx UPS drivers that have to like deliver six times a week to my house. Like, and then I always want to like leave a little so treat out for them. But then I'm like worried that like that stray cat that runs around is going to eat it. Or like the ants are going to get to it or like the wrong Amazon driver is going to, you know, the guy who's delivered five times that week and then he has a day off and then now the new person, you know what I mean? It's like a whole thing. And I know I've overthought I, I, it. I don't know what you mean. That's way too considerate. Way too. How are you living life that considerate? Dial it back. I don't know. Screw the delivery guy. <laughs> Make your one-time purchases. And I'm kind of talking to myself here too because I'm sure there's items in my list right now 
that are uh, in the cart, but I haven't purchased. Um, I have noticed, though, sometimes the price will change. Yes, that's like, true. It's always good to double check the price of the item you put in your cart if you procrastinated on, on buying. Very true. Uh, yeah, I've been burned by that a couple of times. The takeaway is this. Purchase from Amazon freely. You paid your subscription. Live your best. That's what it's there for. I also, something that has helped is I, I don't know if you do this, but I have like list and it's like wish list and then like things for this and things for that. And so something that has helped, at least since we've been dating, is I have a Sam list in my Amazon cart. And so then I think like, oh, this would be great. But like, there's not like a birthday or holiday coming up. So then I put it in the wish list and the Sam list. So then when I don't know what to get you, I go back to the Sam list. And I'm like, oh, yes, there's that thing. Just for men. That's what I wanted to get. It's just for men. Yes. (laughs) Ultra douche just for men. Bam, there it is. And because I procrastinated, it has a 20% off coupon. So yeah, it's great. <laughs> nice. So creating the list has helped. So when I'm going through and making purchases, I know, oh, okay, I can check this or check that or whatever. But I do have a Nicole list, but it's not like, it's it's more like a gift guy, buying guide, right? Like uh, shoe size like favorite color or like um ring size uh stuff like that oh ring size what are you saying Uh, oh well you know ring pops they come in different sizes now oh they do oh okay (laughs) finger equality um (laughs) i do have that list but that's a separate list this is like i know i want to buy you this in the future but like now's not the time so i put it in the little sam amazon list Somebody's not playing around here. Uh, topic of the day are, I guess, flight attendant responsibilities or expectations. Yes. So we were having a conversation and it was like a hypothetical one. Oh, I think I do know where this came from. We were watching 100% on Rotten Tomato or 100% Fresh by um, Adam Sandler on Netflix. And there's a scene in there where he's doing this parody song of the pilot having a heart attack and there's the co-pilot can't be found. Yes. And they yes. zoom in on this <laughs> audience member's face. And she is just like shocked and appalled. Yes. That, yes. That he's doing this bit. It's the funniest thing you've ever seen. But anyways, it brought up the uh the conversation that Nicole is under the impression flight attendants will instantaneously become pilots and land the plane in the event that pilots are unavailable to do so. It makes sense. It just I mean, does. I, I, I get it, but I mean, these guys, let, let me read to you the attendant, flight attendant job description. Uh, here's what they're looking for. An energetic, enthusiastic, and ambitious flight attendant Uh, The flight attendant at our company, you will be responsible for ensuring the safety and comfort of our passengers and provide exceptional customer experience and satisfaction. Nowhere here on this on this description does it say that you should 
be able to instantaneously know how to fly. No. A 747. What you're reading is, is what they're looking for. I need to read their training description. Now they send them off to training. I, I did that the, to spare the people's ears. I, I read all of it. Oh, None geez. of it. Nothing says, Makes. hey, you know what? Maybe if the pilot's down and the co-pilot's down, we might need to pop the cockpit door and then you can get in there and land this thing. What's the instruction that they shove down our throats the most every time we get on a plane? Is that when the oxygen mask drop? Yeah. Secure yours first. Boom. That's a huge indicator. Everyone's looking out for self. <laughs> There's no sense of community. I guess, look it. All I believed was, because I watch a lot of TV, is the pilot's down, the co-pilot's down. What, so now like 800 people have to die? Like, that is tragic. So maybe one of these 17 flight attendants should get Tesla Air. be able, well, yeah, like, I mean, maybe there's like, whatever the mission control is for planes, they can tap in. I don't know what's happening up there. But it made me really... You got to stop watching movies. <laughs> it makes me really, really nervous. And then it's like, sometimes they're like, is there a doctor on the plane? So then I have to hope that there's a pilot on the plane if, like, there's a problem? First of all, doctors are always in the air. They're one of the only ones who can afford to fly. <laughs> the, real question, the real concern is, who's going to man up? Who's going to own up? And admit to being a doctor. I can barely drive. Like, I, I'm not going to own up to anything that's... I'm not going to try to fly a plane or give CPR. And I know how to give CPR. I'd love to know the stats on medical personnel who just, you know what? Kind of let this one go by. Didn't get involved. I did, I did read that last November, American Airlines flight, the pilot died in the air. He had like a medical emergency, like a heart attack or something, and they had to like flip the plane around and the co well, the co-pilot landed the plane, but the pilot, like, he died. And I read a couple weeks ago that a lady had a baby on a plane. Like she went into labor early and had her child on the plane, and there was like a doctor and like a nurse. And like some other person, there was like three people helping this woman give birth on a flight. And I mean, good for them, but things happen in the air. So you got flight attendants who can help deliver a baby, maybe flight attendants who can help deliver the plane safely to its destination. That's all I'm saying. He was probably just giving extra pretzels and those little baby sized bottle of water. Um, the mother did everything on her well, own. It would be cool. Yeah. Oh, women are amazing. Um, what would be cool was that if the conception of that baby was from the Mile High Club. That's full circle. You know what? I feel like, you know what? Let's just, for story's sake, it was. The baby was conceived. For story's sake. <laughs> the baby was conceived on the plane. The baby was birthed on the plane. And they get to fly free for life now. Happy ending for all. Love that. Love that. Some good news. It's been told to me from multiple sources of successful people or people who are in authoritative positions that in some way, form, or fashion or another, that you should always hunt the good stuff 
or have a carrot dangling in front of you, right? To kind of keep you motivated, to keep running on this, this hamster wheel we call life. Okay. The world just got one of the shiniest carrots that, that, that we've had to chase in a long time. Do you have any inkling to what I'm referring to? No, I don't. World peace? Shame on you. World peace? Is it here? Even better. Okay. The trailer for Fast 10 has dropped within the week, and it got over 12 million views already. Too Fast and Too Furious has taken way too long, but we're here now, and I'm here for it. Are you excited for the movies? I could not be more disgusted. This is not a world that I want to live in where there are 10 <laughs> Fast and the Furious movies. I Let the zombies take over already because we know I'm not going to fight them. I'm just going to be one with them. So I'm ready for the zombies. Bring them. As I know you are a lifelong fan of Too Fast, Too Furious, you know that they introduce some really heavy star-studded antagonist every movie. Do you know who the antagonist is for this one? Sean Connery. They brought him back from the dead. How dare you? How dare you talk about the Sean Connery like that? How dare you? I love Sean Connery. Absolutely not. If it's not Sean Connery, I don't care. Oh, you care. It's Cher? Jason Momoa. Oh, brother. Yes. And I'm watching C. I'm on like season three of it. It's glorious. Anyways. Life can be hard. Life is hard. Right? Now it just got a whole lot harder. Like, why did Jason Momoa... But it just got a whole lot easier. Whole lot he better He just brought his stock up with C. And now he's going to lower his stock with Fast and the Furious? Lower his stock? We got Vin Diesel, Tyrese, Ludacris, Jason Momoa. Brie Larson is in this one. Um, Natalie Emanuel, I believe her name is. Uh, Charlize Theron is in this one. Jason Statham. Is in this one. Um, so it sounds like a lot of things are gonna Helen Mary. A lot of things are gonna blow up, and there's gonna be a lot of boobs and a lot of muscles. Like you know what we should do? We should invest in baby oil, because I know they're buying out baby oil right now. Just whatever. Too fast, too furious. Baby oil. Baby oil. <laughs> photo. I would buy Photoshop. That. And. Uh, I don't know, really clothes that fit too small. That's what I buy stock in right now. I'm, you know, I'm happy one thing for that your I do excitement. About I'm Vin Diesel. What's that? And, uh, you know, he's committed to like this denim cutoff vest <laughs> thing, but it just works for him, <laughs> man. I think that's what I'm going to do for Halloween this year. Be Vin Diesel. Be a beard, a bearded Vin Diesel, yeah. I, I think if you're going to be Vin Diesel, you need to do it right and shave the beard. Nicole hates the beard. <laughs> it definitely shows my age. But that's uh, not why I hate it. Okay, Fast and the Furious, uh, <laughs> 10. Um, I will not be joining you for that. Uh, I've already Oh yes, you damn well will. Suffered through You're Morbius. So um Which was your call? We're good for a lifetime here. Wow. You were like, oh Sam, the new Harry Potter movie's coming out. Uh we should watch it. You know how much of a how big a fan I am. I was like, oh, yeah, I can get behind that. Cool. Take me to see Morbius. You are off by weeks. Just, you know, wake up. 
I don't know what world you're living in, but come back. You know what? Okay. You do not show losing Excuse gracefully. Me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been wanting to do the Donnie J excuse me thing since I saw it on SNL. Excuse so me. Rude. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> That's going to do it for today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, two sheets to the wind here. We're out. We're out. Peace. Second sheet out. First sheet. Whoosh.